What if the speed of light was 30 miles an hour? What if Earth had two suns? Which cereal mascot would win in a what fight? What if everyone lived underground? What if, it rained what if money grew what on if trees? What if pigs could fly? I don't know if that would actually happen. It's much easier to store a unicycle than to store a horse. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Absurd Hypotheticals, the show we overthink dumb questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Marcus Lehner, and I'm joined here today by Chris Yee and Ben Storms. Say hi, guys. Hey, I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Ben. Guys, it is it is the end of, of the football year coming up. I think it already happened when this airs. I think the Super Bowl was yesterday. Oh. Right? I think that's how he planned it. Wow. It's crazy that the... Hold on, let me make my pick here. It's crazy that the... Uh, Just say all the teams and we'll edit in the correct one. The Rams beat the Bengals like that. Oh, no, you have to do it for every combination because we, we'll need the edits. No, he's committing to the Rams. Oh God, I don't, I don't want to commit to the Bengals, really. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. The Rams beat the Chiefs like that. I didn't expect that. He says multiple weeks before it happens. How amazing would it be if our <laughs> results are the same as the real results? Well, most of them probably won't be because a lot of them already happened, and I can guarantee it's not going to go the same way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't guarantee it. We're using a wheel. Fair. All right. I can't technically <laughs> guarantee it. I feel pretty strongly it's not going to go the same way. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I mean, for, we'll, let's do our bit first, and then... We should explain what we're doing. Yeah, that's a good, better idea. So what we're going to be doing today is we are going to answer the question, which football mascot would win the Super Bowl? And what we mean is you have the football team, instead of being the regular players, instead is a whole team of their mascot. So if their mascot is a bunch of eagles, it's a football team of eagles playing football. And we are going to determine which of these mascot teams would win in bracket fashion. So we have all the teams that were in the playoffs, championship. Yes, in the ben playoffs. Only... Yep, in the playoffs. <laughs> the World, World Series? <laughs> in the World Series of football. As, as will become apparent the further we go into this, I am the only one who actively watches football on this podcast. Yeah, Ben's helping with the terminology. I know I know enough of the rules to get by. I don't know how much Chris knows. I probably about the I same. know a good amount, I think. Yeah, probably the same as you. We did do an episode similar to this before with football teams and it was a bracket, but they were fighting each other. It wasn't they were playing football. Yeah. So really what we're gonna do is basically we're gonna have the two teams. Um we're gonna talk we've each took um a selection of teams to do a little research on their mascot. Um and so we're going to talk about who would theoretically win that football match, give them a chance to win against the other team, spin our wheel of final determination each time to kind of advance them through the bracket, and we will find out who wins the mascot Super Bowl if that happened and was a thing. And we established that like, if their thing is that they have a weapon, they can bring their weapon, but they can't use it to kill or injure someone else on the other team. Exactly. So if they have an iconic tool or weapon that is related to what they are like uh i'll say a pirate with a sword you, they can they can use their sword they just can't go around stabbing people because that would be against the rules anyway <laughs> we're, we're, we're playing by airbud rules so there is no rule that says a dog cannot play football but there is a rule that says the dog cannot bite someone stab someone very heavily yeah or stab them with a sword <laughs> yeah exactly so that's that's kind of how we're handling it I'm sure we'll come up to a couple interesting rules questions that'll we'll, we'll, we'll discuss live but yeah, beyond that, Ben is going to be helping us do this bracket because he was insistent that we use the seed rules of the football bracket, if you want to explain those quick. Yeah, I'll, I'll, 30 seconds. So the way that the NFL playoffs work, uh, on in each conference, there are seven teams who make it. 
seeded one through seven seeds, right? The one seed always gets a bye. They don't have to play in the first round. And every round, it's not like a clean bracket where someone advances down a predetermined path. The highest seed will always play the lowest remaining seed. And then the middle seeds will play each other at that point if there's mid seed still. So the one seed in our second round will always play the lowest remaining seed that's left. It's kind of the main takeaway from my 28 second rules explanation. So instead of just doing it real simple, like Ben has insisted, because he says it's going to bother all the football people. So I'm going to take his word for it. I'm pretty sure we did it the other way last time, but whatever. <laughs> We're good. This is, the, this is the first time I've ever heard of this thing. So I can't imagine we've done it before. In any case, we got a lot of matchups to go through because we do have this whole bracket to finish up. So why don't we start uh, in round one of the Chiefs versus the Steelers? So who had the Chiefs? I had the Chiefs. Wow, we really should have planned that part out better, didn't we? Huh? <laughs> oh well, I know who <laughs> I, figured, I, I have. figured one of you would have, would have picked up the yeah the hanging probably, rope there. Whatever, you know what? We're 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 doing it live, but not because it's recorded. Anyway, so the Kansas City Chiefs. This is one of the ones I am going to use their actual mascot, not their team name, because honestly, culturally appropriate team names can go to hell. So we're not going to go down that road. So instead, we're going to use the Kansas City Chiefs mascot, which is Casey Wolf, who is a wolf in pants with googly eyes um, that, as far as I can tell, actually do move, which is kind of terrifying for a mascot. Like they Google like normal googly eyes or he has control over them? I I don't like I definitely okay when I look at pictures of KC Wolf I see his eyes in different positions. I admittedly could not find in my not all that long looking for one a video of KC Wolf. I don't know if they just freely google, but I don't know. Regardless, his eyes are googly eyes. It's apparently part of the character. I don't know. Who knows. I'm going to go with actual wolves cuz I thought that'd be kind of fun. So, if we had a team of wolves, They are faster than people, which is nice. That's good. Top speed of 30 to 35 miles per hour. I feel like tactically, they're going to have some advantages. They are pack hunters. Uh, The big question I had to figure out was, can a wolf hold a ball in its mouth? To which I went to the only X force I could think of, which was Airbud 2 Golden Receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Which I never actually saw. I didn't know if they pulled some BS where they had like a pouch the ball and do for the dog or something. But the, the dog does actually carry the ball in its mouth. And a wolf is bigger than a golden retriever, so I'm going to say that that still works with a wolf instead of a golden retriever. So you can hold the ball. He can hold the ball, and with their their speed and pack tactics, they are they are a a formidable uh, football team. That's my line, and I'm sticking to it. Could Airbud pick up the basketball in the basketball one? I think that Airbud in the basketball one um like jumped and bonked the ball towards the hoop with his nose. Yeah, you, I mean you're not supposed to. I guess you do pick up the basketball, but you don't have, you're supposed to dribble it. He did dribble, but just like drool. Hey, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So Pittsburgh Steelers is the other team. And it's basically, they're just uh, like steel workers, but their mascot is a guy called Steely McBeam. Steely McBeam? (laughs) Yeah. Steely McBeam. (laughs) Um, He's a big burly steel worker with a hard hat. And he sometimes carries a steel beam with him. And he's basically just like a really strong guy, kind of like this a similar build to just a normal football player, basically. So I kind of just said that his running speed is like the average athlete. I put it at like 20 miles per hour. And that's about it. <laughs> he's a guy. <laughs> he has a steel beam. 
I mean, it seems pretty good. It, it does seem pretty good. Like, big, burly iron workers, like, your, your average iron worker is probably decent at football, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I think this is the closest we have to, like, a control. Yeah, probably. One big point uh, against the, the Chiefs and their wolf form is that although the Wolves, I think, will be a very good running team, they will not be a very good passing team because I don't think I can work out <laughs> any way for a wolf to throw a football. Well, they can boop it with their nose, Ben, like they do basketball. That is technically an option that feels like a bad strategy. <laughs> so you, do, do you think if a wolf can't, like, bite or anything, can it stop a, just a, a person? I think if you get two wolves on someone, yeah. Okay. Wolves, like, how, how heavy is a wolf? How heavy is a wolf? I guess like 80 pounds. I don't know. Uh, adult wolf. 80 seems high. Up to, up to 120 pounds. What? Okay. So Shit, two of them. are bigger than I thought. Two of them could definitely take down a guy. Yeah. Gray wolves average around 85. Larger species can get larger than that, but average around 85. So with their speed and natural pack hunting, I think that you can, you know, double team a guy to get him down. Yeah. Also, even though, even though I think holding is, here's a question. Could they drag them down by clothes? Is holding a rule for the wolves as well? Uh, technically, you can, you can drag someone down by their clothes. That is actually legal. Hi, I am going to wind up being the rules expert here. Okay, so that's how they would take them down. Yeah, it would probably take two wolves. Yeah, I, I still think it would take two wolves. I think it would take, yeah, it would take two wolves. Yeah, it would take two wolves. They are, more, they are decently coordinated, so it's going to alleviate that a little bit. I, I feel like the regular burly men are going to have an advantage on the wolves. I, I think they are. I think the Wolves might have an advantage on offense just because they're faster. That's a good point. Yeah, the running game's pretty short. It's so hard to grab a dog if you ever tried to grab it a dog. Really? Yes. Yeah. So does that does it mean just just like are the Steelers just making like regular old football plays at like a higher than average success rate, and the dogs just run it to a touchdown every time? Actually, I think the the defense will be like the entire game will be bad at defense. It'll just be a lot of scoring. Well, here's the other thing: if they got steel beams, they could make steel beam walls to 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 entrap the dogs running <laughs> not necessarily hit the dog with the steel beam but like you know make like put two of them together and like oh it's like, like uses a wedge and yeah it's like fortnite yeah fortnite fortnite, <laughs> fortnite the wolves into a box yeah i mean we only have so many beams i think it's one beam per person I think more than like building a wall, it's more just like using the beams to push away wolves, right? You can, even though they're yeah. faster, you can keep them at range with the beams, which seems yeah, it gives it gives me range. I think the Steelers have an advantage overall between just being able to more consistently, like you know, be humans and know, you know, all the things that come with that, and <laughs> honestly, just the fact that they can actually throw the ball is very, very helpful. Yeah, that's that is very helpful. Yeah, so it feels like sixty-five thirty-five to me, somewhere in that range. Yeah, sixty-five thirty-five. Okay, sixty-five thirty-five. Okay, we're gonna. I have the wheel ready. Can you guys see it? Yeah, we can see it. Nobody else can see it because we're an audio medium. Unless you're watching on YouTube, in which case you guys can see it too. And you can see it. Assuming that Chris has remembered to record the video. I have hit the record button. We'll see if it actually works. Cool. <laughs> it has in the past, so we should be good. But I'm gonna spin it. Here we go. Come on, Wolfie boys, Wolfie boys, keep the doggos in the game. Oh, oh no, really almost. But the Steelers won. <laughs> Big burly men move on. Steelers advance. All right. Next one up here is going to be the Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots. I had the Buffalo Bills. Their mascot 
very aptly named Billy Buffalo. And I'm just going to be mad about semantics here for a bit because it, it, <laughs> it bothers. So the logo, their logo is actually a bison. And Billy Buffalo is not, in fact, a buffalo. He's an American bison. But he's still kind of also like, you know, you can kind of ignore semantics for a second because he's also still kind of a buffalo because it's been so so ingrained that we call bison buffalo incorrectly that it's almost on the side of correct. Like, it's just used incorrectly so often it's almost accepted. But the reason the icon is a bison is not because it's the city of Buffalo and they're just like, yep, Buffalo, Buffalo. The original name of the team back in the 1960s was the Buffalo Bison. <laughs> <laughs> which just infuriates okay. me. Okay. <laughs> so they change when they, they this was like back back then they were kind of combining and shifting leagues around so when they're doing all that shifts they switched it from the Buffalo Bison and decided to name their team the Buffalo Bills after William Frederick Buffalo Bill Cody. I actually didn't really know anything about like the legendary, you know, Buffalo Bill Westerner, but just a couple of fun facts. This guy received the name Buffalo Bill after the American Civil War because he had a contract to supply the Kansas-Pacific Railroad with bison meat, or buffalo meat, because they still were using the wrong term back then. This, this guy, William Frederick Cody, is purported to have killed 4,282 buffalo in 18 months. That is like 10 buffalo a day, just like every day, by himself. So he, got, he actually earned his nickname because it was him and... Uh, Another hunter, Bill Comstock, we're kind of working on this project together a little bit. Uh, they competed in an eight-hour buffalo shooting match over exclusive right to use the nickname, which Cody won by killing 68 animals to Comstock's 48. 68 buffalo in eight hours. And then after that, apparently Buffalo Bill then went on to start a road show, uh, Buffalo Bill's Wild West, where he went around the country doing like, you know, rodeo style, you know, tricks and stuff and roping, which kind of made him more like popular, more household name. And then one last fun fact here was that he had done this. He actually, like, took his show on the road, went all the way to the England and Europe to kind of showcase it. And uh, when he was in Italy, um, in Rome, apparently Italy also has a, like, cowboy equivalent stereotype. And they're the, the Italian, oh, I don't know. How to, buteri? It's butter with an I at the end. So <laughs> I'm going to say buteri. Buttery. Yeah, the, the buttery. And so a group of Buffalo's, uh, Buffalo Bills men challenged the Nine Buttery, led by Augusto Imperiali in Rome. Apparently the Buttery easily won the competition against <laughs> Buffalo Bills men, but that did not diminish the reputation too much. But uh, Augusto got a nice statue in the, near Rome for that. But moving it back to actually what we're talking about here, the mascot, Billy Buffalo. He is a bison. Facts about bison. They weigh up to 2,500 pounds. Uh, their shoulder height, 6 foot 6. They're about 12 feet long. They have been known to run at speeds of 40 to 45 miles an hour over a distance of five miles. So that would be the regular bison. That would be like a regular bison. Billy Buffalo himself is pretty similar, except Billy Buffalo, he's one, he's blue. Uh, he's colored blue. And he's bipedal. So he's, he's seven foot two. And his weight on the official site is noted as a literal ton. So 2,000 pounds. I think I should go for the more... Anthropomorph- anthropomorphic, uh, anthropomorphic, where it's more human-like mascot version, where it's bipedal buffalo uh, or bipedal bison. I'm already ruining. I'm just gonna keep saying buffalo instead. <laughs> I say buffalo, I mean bison. I'm just gonna lean into the incorrectness. It bothers me, but I'm gonna do it. So I've got basically big, burly, 
seven foot two, two thousand pound buffalo men that are also blue. Couldn't find any other, you know, specific skills that buffalo have besides just being big, but they got them. Fortunately, that big. is a relevant football skill, so. Yeah, relevant football stat. So, is it Chris, do you have the Patriots? Nope. I have the Patriots. I have the New England Patriots. Uh, so New England Patriots are actually, I always sort of assume they are named after, like, the Patriots were supposed to be, like, the Minutemen. It actually isn't. It's just generically the colonists from the original 13 colonies. They do have a mascot who is Pat Patriot, uh, who's just a very, very weird looking colonial tricorn hat, you know, Union, or not Union, revolutionary soldier man. I decided to go with just generic colonists from the original 13 colonies. I I thought that was more fun. It's probably worse odds in terms of football because Minutemen would probably be more equipped to play football than average colonial citizens in terms of working as a team and, and tactics and things like that. But I don't know. It seemed like a fun idea. I did find a census document because I, I knew that, you know, in this selection of colonists, there would be some Minutemen. Apparently, the uh, the ratio of militia members to just the overall population was roughly one militiaman for each five and a third people, uh, which works out very well because an NFL team has 53 players. So we would have roughly 10 militiamen on our roster. In terms of the rest of the players, around 90% of colonists were farmers. Uh, so they're at least used to, you know, doing manual labor type things. They'll have some some amount of strength and whatnot. They'll probably be at least slightly malnourished, but you know what? We're just going to roll with that part. It'll be fine. And the fact they're going up against, you know, bipedal bison doesn't really help their cause a whole lot, whether or not they're well-nourished. So we'll just see how this goes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the you know, one one thing the colonists and all those early travelers were pretty good at was killing bison. That is a really good point. Unfortunately, <laughs> killing opposing players is not in the rules of football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like a lot of the tactics they use to hunt the hunt the bison don't really apply on the on the football pitch. Yeah, there aren't there aren't really any like large cliffs to run them off of, huh? Yeah, man, I don't I don't think there's much to debate here. I think it's just kind of like ninety five five, like ninety ten. Like the, the the only way it works is if you could, they can confuse the bison enough that like human tactics outweigh. How many of them would it take to tackle one bison? If they're 2,000 pounds? Probably like the whole team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like pretty much the whole team. <laughs> like assuming assuming that people in the 18th century are smaller than now, which is true. Let's guess the average like weight of these people would be, I don't know, 150 pounds. So if you have 11 players there, your one bison's going to outweigh the entirety of the Patriots team on the field. <laughs> <laughs> that feels pretty defensive right there. I don't know. I mean, one of my big concerns for the bison was going to be if they could hold the ball. But if you're going with bipedal, then that's not an issue anymore. Yeah, they got hands. They do have hands, right? That's an important question. Yeah, I mean, like Billy Buffalo is waving flags and stuff around. He's got, he's got, they're a little hoofy, but they are like, it's like, I think it's a split of three hoof. No, he's got just straight hands. He has, he's yeah, he has just... hands. Well, see, the key is that it's actually a real human being in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to spoil the magic, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's got a clum. They got clumsy hands. I'll, I'll, I'll settle. I'll settle that as canon right now. They got. They got. So you, the Patriots wouldn't be going for the tackle. They'd be going for the fumble then, probably. Probably. 
But Billy Buffalo sounds like he's going to be probably at least a foot and a half taller than all of them as well. True, and way faster. And yeah, probably faster. And as we discussed, you know, roughly the weight of all of them. So, but it's not a hundred percent. It feels a bit. It feels a bit Monstars versus the Looney Tunes in that they're just better in all stats. <laughs> what are What are the odds that the the uh, colonists accidentally give them smallpox? Uh, I don't think the smallpox will take effect fast enough for it to be relevant in the game. Damn. Maybe some of the farmers know some trick from raising buffalo. That that trick. There's gonna be like a if there's like a trick to calm or confuse bison, maybe. There's a glimmer of hope there, but it's a, it's an underdog story for sure. I'm, I'm thinking, like, do we go as far as 95-5? I 5% can't before. That feels about right for the Patriots' chances here. So 95-5? 95-5. Oh, that's okay. a little wedge right that there. a little sliver. <laughs> One in 20, it happens. Could happen. And not even close. The opposite nope. side. That didn't happen. What do you know? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The Bills move on. The Bills advance. All right. Our next matchup here is the Bengals versus the Raiders. So I have the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, and their mascot is a Bengal tiger whose name is Who Day. And I looked at Bengal tigers. My team's basically just going to be made up of a bunch of Bengal tigers. And Bengal tigers weigh, they weigh 575 pounds around there. And they can run up to 40 miles per hour. I'm pretty sure they would be able to hold a football in their mouth. So that's not an issue. And they're generally like solitary animals. They don't like, they don't hunt in packs or anything. They usually hunt alone. And their hunting method is usually they like hide in tall grass and get up as close as they can, like sneaking. And then once they're like really close, then they pounce, which I guess isn't really that. It doesn't like that method doesn't really help them in football, I guess. Unless the, unless the field is really unkempt. <laughs> yeah. So I do think they are fairly balanced in defense and offense. They're not really used to working in teams, but they're, and their hunting methods don't reflect football strategy, but they are fast and they weigh a lot. Yeah, it's a bunch of tigers. It's going to be, that's going to be pretty good. It's a pile of tigers. That feels like just a good starting point for, you know, most situations, honestly. All right. So I had the Las Vegas Raiders. So while their logo does include a uh, pirate-looking guy with an eye patch and like two swords and all that, uh, their mar- their mascot is not actually a pirate. They didn't even actually have a mascot at all until 2013. So what did they do? There was a supposedly a supposedly popular kids cartoon because I hadn't heard of it, so so I'm gonna assume it wasn't as popular as they mentioned in the article. But it was called the NFL Rush Zone. That was a kids cartoon about aliens helping kids save the world from other aliens through some kind of football stuff. And the good aliens were actually just giant heads of NFL teams with no torsos. So like the legs and the arms just came out of a giant head wearing like a team helmet. And that was like the good aliens were them. That sounds like nightmare fuel. It is, it is, it is very much Nightmare Fuel. I'll, I'll share a, uh, a picture here in our chat in a second. Oh, I found one. It's weird. Yeah, so the, the Las Vegas Raiders have um, basically looked at this show, realized that it was popular with the kids, and they're like, oh, this is good. We want to get, we want to reach more children. And instead of coming up with their own mascot, they decided to just lift their mascot directly from the show. 
So their mascot is the Raider Rusher, who is, again, a giant head with a helmet. Uh, This helmet happens to have, like, a big spike mohawk, but then it's got just, like, legs coming out where the neck would be, and the side, like, where the hinge of the football helmet is, is where the arms come out. I hate this. (laughs) I I watched a little bit of, I skimmed through an episode of the show to see what the hell was happening. Uh, It did not enlighten me at all, but they appeared to be about... Three feet tall. They're kind of small. Like they, they're, they're like, he, like half the height of these of these kids. So they're they're pretty short. Um, they did have like a little bit of alien tech. Like he was in a you know an energy prison and he had like a fancy watch that made like an energy shield that he was able to get out with. I didn't see any specific powers in what I watched. The aliens came down to attack them at the football field and the kids all transformed into like fighting robots like you know like power rangers suited up in football themed like attire and the raider rusher kind of just like milled around and got kidnapped by the aliens without too much resistance so i didn't see any specific like powers or strengths or even if they were like particularly good at football (laughs) so i was trying to look at that and i got distracted because as i was skimming through like they do some weird stuff like they introduced like an actual nfl player in cartoon form uh, in this episode, it was Chris Johnson. And then it, when they introduce him, it's like, wow, that's Chris Johnson. And then they cut to, like, live-action footage of, like, them playing, like, it's just straight football footage of, like, a narrator, like it's a uh, like a documentary about their achievements. And that's just cut in the middle of this kid's show for a bit. So he is literally, like, an embodiment of an NFL team as an alien. So I'm assuming there's some football skill there, not displayed. Small, three feet tall, well-armored, he's got a big helmet, but I will throw in one last negative, is that, based on the anatomy, I don't think his, the arms, they can't reach each other. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think the arms are long enough to go around the head and, like, connect. So, I'm going to count that as a pretty big uh, disadvantage there for the Raiders. Oh, because his arms are coming out of where his ears would be. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, a big circle. Okay. So he can't hold the football. <laughs> he can hold, he can hold the football one one-handed. Hand, yeah. With one hand, yeah, I guess. Not very secure. Pretty tanky, though. Like, if they got a... maybe, Like I said, they got, like, a little bit of energy shield. And they are big. They got a big helmet. Sounds like the Bengals have a pretty big advantage. Yeah! <laughs> I feel like your odds of, of head injuries are pretty high when you're also just basically a big head. And that is obviously an ongoing concern in the NFL. Are you not allowed to hit the head? <laughs> are my guys in Oh, wait. You actually, you actually aren't. But you also are not allowed to lead with the head when making a tackle, which is a problem for them. So you can't tackle either. <laughs> so, so they can go at your legs and get you down, but you can't really do anything but kind of just like slap at people because your entire body is a head. <laughs> All right. I'm going to errata the, the, that the head is counts as the body because otherwise they literally cannot <laughs> it's no tackle make it's contact, no contact with anybody without it being against the rules on both sides yeah i think Bengals. i mean in terms of percentage i think they have a big advantage over the raiders yeah i, I think there's a good chance like again i don't know how much football skill or if there's more tech and abilities i didn't see in the, the brief parts of the show i watched there's like a small wild card there but man like 80-20, maybe? Like, pretty high in Yeah, I mean, the even if they have football skills, they're three feet tall and most of their body is is head, not leg. So their stride isn't going to be very big. What I would say as well is that with this combination of just large cats versus weird 
one hand carrying head things. There's going to be a lot of fumbles, and I feel like the cats are much better prepared to pick up a ball off the ground than the heads with weird short arms. Yeah, yeah you know what? I, it, it, it might just be a 95-5 again because, man, it's just – they're so dope. Like, it's there's no way that this person – this this creature can physically play a sport effectively. Yeah. Like, even just running, their, their center of mass is so bucked up. Okay. 95-5. Yeah, it's just 95-5. Go for it. It's going to happen, isn't it? We're going to talk about this weird head thing again, aren't we? I want one upset at least. Nope, not even close. Not this one. Yeah, no, no. The Bengals move on. All right. So that that's... um. Oh, no, we have one more. That's it for round one on the, on AFC. the AFC side. I think we're going to we're gonna finish out the AFC and get the first of our Super Bowl contenders before we move on to the NFC. Yes. Just to make things go a little more smoothly. So we have one new team because of the bye. Yes. Uh, and that is the Tennessee Titans, who will be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Tennessee Titans, they are called the Titans because, and this is apparently a real thing. I looked it up and everything. Uh, apparently, Nashville is referred to as the Athens of the South. Now, I had never heard of that before literally <laughs> this week. And I still don't entirely believe it, but they do have a Parthenon and everything, apparently, in Nashville. So hmm. I've never been to Nashville. I haven't either. I've been to I've been to Nashville. I didn't see a Parthenon. I'll say that I saw lots of lots of varied party buses, but I did not see uh, there is <laughs> Parthenon. apparently a Parthenon. So this is one of those ones where I had to deliberate a little bit on whether to use the team name versus the mascot. Um, the team name, the Titans, were former gods basically in Greek mythology. They were the generation of gods before the Olympians. They were probably very big. It's unclear. It's never really specified. Um, the number I found that wasn't really with any sort of back information was 20 to 30 feet tall, but they could also throw mountains, so it could be much larger. They're very big in the Disney Hercules. Yeah, Kronos ate his children, and that was five children and technically also one child-sized rock. So there's probably some sort of like Greek god-style size shifting or something. But if we're assuming they're 20 to 30 feet tall... Although, yes, they would probably be rather unstoppable on the football field, they also probably could not line up the required number of players on the line of scrimmage because they'd be too big. They would lose by default. Yeah, they would just lose by default. So I believe I'm forced to go with the mascot instead, which is a raccoon named (laughs) T-Rack. That is a bit of a downgrade. I don't think it's great. But it's better than just losing by disqualification immediately. So we're going to roll with that instead. Well, you know what they say? Nashville Nashville is the coontown of the South. It sure <laughs> is, apparently. I don't even know what to say to that. So yeah, it's apparently a team of raccoons instead, not giant god-fighting former gods. So like you said, yes, a bit of a downgrade. We know what raccoons are. They're adorable, but not particularly good at football. Do you have raccoon facts or are you just going to say they're did not even bother. They have it as <laughs> okay. advantage. They're roughly the size and shape of a football. And that says about all we need to. Can a <laughs> raccoon even hold a football? Probably not. No, they absolutely can. They're strong enough. Okay. So a quick recap. The Steelers, big burly guy with a steel beam. 99-1. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the one is if every player in the lineup for the Steelers is afraid of raccoon that's pretty much bad experiences because a raccoon will mess you up but a raccoon will also not follow any of the rules so only by excessive rule breaking (laughs) 
I think my only raccoon fact is that once I was taking my trash out and I went to the dumpster, put the trash in, put the lid of the dumpster down, and then realized there was a, like, the fattest raccoon I have ever seen in my life sitting on the other side of the dumpster lid just staring directly at me. That would be awesome if you opened up that side of the lid. It would not have been. (laughs) 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 I can tell you that. So... Relevant to the if they're all afraid raccoons thing, I said, oh, shit, and jumped six feet backwards immediately. So it could happen. It's unlikely, but it could happen. It could happen. This little sliver here could happen. It's right there. Okay, here goes wheel. Am I about to be 0 for 3 on my teams? This will be amazing if it does. Come on. No. The Steelers yeah, move the on. One, the one in a hundred chance did not come through. The Steelers take the wheel. I want one upset. It'll happen. We'll get there eventually. This one, this one will be pretty. This one's coming up. I think is going to be uh, a bit more even because we're now we're back to two teams we talked about already: the Bills versus the Bengals. So a bunch of bi bipedal bison versus a bunch of just tigers. So we still we still have a weight disadvantage, but definitely not as harsh as we had before. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean tigers take down like uh antelope. What's the appropriate what's the appropriate deer like animal that they, they take down in their habitat? I mean tigers are like in the jungle, right? Uh apparently elephant calves. Yeah, okay, deer so yes, wild they can take down calves. <laughs> so they can probably take down a bison. Especially if they're bipedal. Because if they're bipedal, knocking them over is much easier. That's true, they're much less stable. Ooh, your decision to make them bipedal is backfiring. Yeah. They're probably a little wobbly, huh? Okay. And they're about the same speed, I think. You said that yours are like forty miles per hour around. Yeah, I mean and that's and that's not bipedal, so that's that's um that's four legged trot. So they're they're gonna be probably a little slower than that actually. Yeah, the Bengals are forty miles per hour as well. So we'll say the Bengals have the speed advantage, but not to an overwhelming amount. The the Buffalo Bill the Bills can still throw the ball. They still have that option. It's not a, it's not the best it's not the most beautiful throw. I imagine their success rate won't be the highest. I will say tigers are excellent leapers and they could definitely get some interceptions. That is true. It's it's not quite the same as like the wolf situation where like they can't really like defend the pass particularly well either. I think that the, the tigers would be quite good at that. So it's less of an advantage than it was for like the Steelers versus the, the wolves or the chiefs. This is going to be a close, a close percentage. Yeah. I, I might go slightly towards... Bengals, but just bears. I guess it's fifty-five, forty-five in one direction. I would lean. Yeah, Bengals. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think. I think the dex- the speed and dexterity of the Bengals is going to put them a little bit over the Bills, just a little bit over the Bison. Like how much? Like fifty-five, forty-five, or sixty? I'd say 45, I think it's just fifty-five, forty-five. I think it can go either way. Slight in favor of Bengals, but definitely not by that much. Okay. Um. Here we go. God, the fact that that icon is not a buffalo still drives me nuts. <laughs> All right, what do we got? And... Ooh. Oh, Favorites keep it winning. is the Bengals Tigers. Bengals move on. God, it's right in that zone of that 5% modification, too. Yeah, it, it really it, is. Like, it's like writing that line where if, the, if it was shaped the other way, it would have gone to the bison. All right, so to go to the Super Bowl, Steelers versus Bengals. Oh, these are both mine. They are both yours. I feel like this is going to be relatively heavily. What What is the argument for the Steelers? Because they do have the reach with their steel beams and they can they throw the ball. They do have the reach and they can throw the ball. 
Yeah, so it, it's like, can you, 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 the Tigers just going to jump it, man? I just don't, I just, I think it's just that was a, a weak half of the bracket because Steelers just. They're still just dudes. Yeah, they're, they're just normal just people. Yeah, it's still just a team of dudes. Like <laughs> dudes versus Tigers. It's not even a strength versus speed thing because the Tigers weigh 500 pounds. Like, Yeah, I don't think a person would be able to tackle a Tiger. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I think it's not as one-sided as like, you know, Bengals versus weird Raider football head thing was, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would, the, the Steelers might be able to do like make a bunch of complete passes and win that way maybe yeah but i would still i would put it at like 85 15 maybe 80 20 you could talk me into i i was gonna say 90 10 so 85 15 15. all right for me yeah 85 15 i'm good with that towards the bengals is this the upset is it gonna happen (laughs) is it gonna happen are we just gonna have normal people in the in the super bowl i mean that's usually what we do most (laughs) years amazing Nope. Nah, it's Tigers. No, Bengals no, no, no. It's the, it's the Tigers. Unsurprisingly, it's the Tigers. <laughs> All right, so the first Super Bowl contender from the AFC, it's the Bengals. Let's hop over to the the NFC side of the bracket here. First team matchup up here is the Buccaneers versus the Eagles. Yeah, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, they're pirates. We know what, <laughs> We know what pirates do. You got the idea. Uh, they have a mascot. It's a pirate. <laughs> his his name is Captain Fear, which is very cool. He does look, I'm not going to lie, pretty derpy. But he <laughs> is a pirate. He does have, in this case this comes up, he does have all of his limbs. No peg legs or hook hands for him. He almost looks cool. I just put a picture in our chat. He almost looks cool, but he winds up, his eyes are weird and soulless. And it's kind of strange. He's got quite the unibrow. He does have a unibrow. He also has like beads on his mustache. I don't know. What's yeah, going on they're with like that. braided or something. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a pirate. Like, what do you want me to say? This pirate stuff. Does he have a, any weapons? Like a sword? He does have a sword, but that's it. Oh, and he has both of his eyes. Okay. <laughs> yes, he also does have both of his eyes. They're terrifying. Can you intercept with the sword? Like, if you see a pass coming, can you, like, just, like, poke it out of the air? I think that would be fine. Uh, pro- I mean... I- It'd be hard to intercept it, but he could, like, swat it down. Yeah. You got a little more reach yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, I guess you can't stab it and say, this is mine, and, and laugh while the, the football is impaled at the end of your sword. But yeah, you, like, you could stop the pass. You could make the pass incomplete. Okay. So... Buccaneers versus the Philadelphia Eagles, which are just eagles. They're bald eagles specifically. The mascot is a bald eagle named Swoop. He's just a big bald eagle. And bald eagles weigh around like 8 to 12 pounds, and they can carry up to 4 pounds. So they would be able to carry the football. A football weighs about like 14 to 16 ounces. That's important. They can carry the football. (laughs) It's very relevant. Yeah, and they can fly up to 40 miles per hour if they're just, like, flapping normally. Uh, if they're holding a fish or something, or in this case, a football, they f- can fly up to 30 miles per hour. And they have diving speeds of around 100 miles per hour. I don't know if that will come up that much in this, but it might. You never know. They're actually surprisingly maneuverable compared to other types of eagles. Hunters have reported that, like, they're just harder to hunt because, like they'll twist and turn and stuff and it'll be harder to to hunt them and obviously they're birds so i think their strategy would be to fly above everyone and avoid contact 
So it's like a really good offense. <laughs> uh, there'd be terrible defense, though. I'm going to have a question about the offense, uh, offensive situation, too. Because the way a play starts in the NFL is the ball is lined up on the line of scrimmage and then snapped back to the quarterback. So my question for you is how quickly can a bird from the ground take off a hole in a football? I do not have the answer to that question. <laughs> very, very, very quickly, actually. I, I did look into that. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> For a reason that will become apparent later. But, yeah, no, they, they, they get off the ground. Like, they're kind of, like, spring-loaded getting off the ground. And, like, when they, they can, like, just kind of swoop and grab and, like, they don't even have to land completely. Like, the person behind, like, I guess the, the eagle in the back could, like, already be taking off while he, like, grabs it and kind of just is already, like, in flight. Fair enough. All right. So it's not an issue, apparently. I mean, that, sure, that, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the way the way this goes down, then, I don't think that the Eagles can lose ever stop the Buccaneers on offense. Is there any way in the, the if Eagles... If you go for a passing play, then they can. But if, they go, if you just run the ball, they can't, I don't think. They could try to maybe, like, swoop down and, like, grab the football. But chances are low they'll get it. Are you allowed to grab the football out of somebody's hands? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. Okay. So it's, I feel like it's just going to be a lot of scoring because the Eagles are just going to fly above you. <laughs> yeah. Like the one thing, I'm just trying to figure out like what the odds are that someone can get like across the line of scrimmage and grab the Eagle with the ball before <laughs> it gets above, you know, hand height, like when reaching. And it doesn't seem impossible because they can't block very well on the offensive line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just blow through the line. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, all they ha- all the Eagles have to do is just go a little bit higher, and then you can't reach them. So it's not like they have to block them for that long, right? It's just it's just more like 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 if I was trying to catch an eagle, would I be able to do it? I don't think so. Yeah. So so the question is basically basically if they can get in the air, they score a touchdown, and they have four attempts to do this because they cannot punt. That's true. What are the odds that they can grab the eagle out of the air before it gets above their head four times in a row? Probably pretty unlikely. But there is a chance there, I think. There is a chance. So it's slightly weighted towards the Buccaneers? I don't know. I think it's slightly... Like, I I imagine the eagles can provide some defense. Because even even if they're not very weighty to tackle people to the ground, I mean, if an eagle dives at you, that's... I I might fumble the ball. (laughs) Yeah, they flutter their wings. It causes a lot of chaos. <laughs> like, if you just like, five eagles, like, flapping around you, are you able to power through? I guess you could. If You, you just... probably could. I mean, they have a pretty big wingspan, right? They could, like, cover up where the quarterback is, and you can't see exactly. Well, they wouldn't. you wouldn't do a throwing play. You could, if, it's a throw, if you throw it, the eagles could intercept, right. yeah. theoretically. The running back? Is that the position? That is that is the position, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the running back would just take it each time. See, I just don't see where the Eagles ever stop the Buccaneers. But I think it's one of those situations where it's just like, who gets the ball more, right? Like, it winds up being basically a coin flip. It's just whoever scores last wins. How, how, long, can you, how long can you go for one play? Like, how long can one play last? Technically, until the end of the quarter. So 15 minutes. So, like, an Eagle could just grab it and hold it for 15 minutes in the air and then score the touchdown all right so let's 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 play this out so the way this goes then is then the buccaneers get the ball they could technically do the same they could kind of do the same thing actually right like i mean then you could the eagles could like dive bomb you yeah fair all right yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more 
difficult for a Buccaneer to hold the ball for 15 minutes than it's going to be for the Eagle to hover for 15. That's if fair. The, All right. If the dive, if the diving does come into play, then they can go. They can dive 100 miles an hour. I think you'd be able to knock someone down with that. That's also well, a good point. The, um, yeah, maybe I, I, that might damage the bird. Yeah, more than the bird. <laughs> it would. It would be mutual destruction. True, but you would down the player and end the. You only have to play. do once if you're if the game is if there's only going to be four plays in the game you only have to flip the coin once to uh, get a, get the advantage. Yeah. All right, you've you've, you've talked me into advantage Eagles. I think it's still pretty. I close, did not so expect I think. to say that. I think it's still pretty close. So how close are we saying? Like forty sixty. Okay. I did not expect to be saying that. Not gonna lie. I don't know. Based on my logic, I think it's I I, I would I'm like hundred percent Eagles that can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting one, but here we go. All right, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh, it's an oh, upset. It's the first we got upset. our first upset. Got an upset. Buccaneers. <laughs> Buccaneers, move on. Bunch of dudes taking down the Eagles. All right, next matchup. It's the Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers. All right, uh, so I had the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, yeah, in this one, you basically... Get what you get. Um, their mascot is Rowdy, the cowboy. And I could find literally nothing that separated Rowdy from a normal, stereotypical cowboy. The only thing that I saw that he was known for is, like, he has, like, this... They like to do, like, this kid zone thing, and he's known for squirting kids and fans with water pistols. So it's a cowboy, but he's got water pistols. And, yeah, that's what we got. They don't have... Uh, I didn't see any, like, lasso or anything on him. Maybe... a I'm misremembering a little, but yeah, all I, all I got is the water pistols and, you know, general skills of a cowboy. And uh, there's, not, there's, just, there's just not much else to say. It's a, cow, it's a, it's a team of cowboys. Uh, so the San Francisco 49ers, uh, they are named after the prospectors of the 1849 Gold Rush in California. They do have a mascot. It is a, unsurprisingly, a prospector named Sourdough Sam. Because the miners are famous for their sourdough bread. For baking. <laughs> well, so so it's Sam loves sourdough. That's apparently, as far as I can tell, basically the only thing that distinguishes him from a regular, you know, prospector dude. Wears jeans, has overalls, loves sourdough. I don't know. He has a pick, like a mining pick in terms of tools. That's about it. Nothing else all that exciting. Don't really know how useful a pick is in football. You you, you got a, you got a million and one chance. Like you know, they throw the pass and everyone can throw their pick at the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically yes. So we'll go with that. But yeah, that's about it. I think this is our first person on person matchup. Is it actually? Wow, it is. All right, so our Cowboys or prospectors going to be generally better football players. I, I'm going to say prospectors stronger. Cowboys more dexterous here's the thing about prospectors right is that the people who were going to prospect for gold were people who were not well off and didn't have much money so they're probably generally pretty malnourished which is maybe not ideal <laughs> you're malnourished you're like, case these, these, these yeah these 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 giant franchises definitely aren't going to feed their mascot they team. aren't uh except for sourdough he does love sourdough are the cowboys allowed to lasso Use our lassos? I don't think they have the lasso. Oh, okay. I think the water pistols might not be a non-zero advantage. Like, 
does he start the football play by just like shooting, squirting small amounts of water in the opponent's face? There's there's no rule about that in the book. There has to be a rule about that in the book. I don't know specifically that. That can't be allowed. (laughs) Well, normally they don't have water pistols. (laughs) Well, fair. All right. (laughs) Touche. Yeah, I mean, that's an advantage. They're quick on the draw. Cowboys are quick on the draw. I mean, it's... These are both pretty, like, similar types of people. I would say that the Cowboys are slightly more athletic, probably. Probably, yeah. I want to give the 49ers 49%. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, 45, 55, but doing 49% feels perfect. So okay. we'll roll with it. Because it would be very evenly matched. We'll go with a, a, a 2% water pistol gap. Okay, so this line here is slightly that way. <laughs> okay, spinning the wheel. Come on, 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 cowboys! Come on, cowboys! And the cowboys yes. move on. All right, final NFC matchup of the first round: uh, the Los Angeles Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals. So I had the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams mascot is a ram called Rampage. It's actually a pretty good name for a mascot compared to some of these other ones. And a ram is actually just a male sheep. So rams typically weigh up to 350 pounds and they can run up to 20 miles per hour. They are known for their horns. They have big horns on their head. Rams specifically, not the female sheep, but the male sheep, they ram into each other literally. They have like a dominance hierarchy thing, and they settle their hierarchy through fighting each other. So they are pretty much like naturally competitive, and they are used to like running into each other and I guess tackling, you could call it, each other um, using their, their horns. So obviously very good for football. I'm not sure if they can carry the football or not, but maybe they can. <laughs> and that's that's all I have for Rams. All right. So I had the Arizona Cardinals. So as you might imagine, yes, their mascot is a cardinal, but not just any cardinal. Their cardinal is Big Red. So while actual cardinals are pretty dang tiny and useless, Big Red is, well, big. On their official website, Big Red is six foot four inches tall and has a wingspan of seven feet, which conveniently is about the wingspan of a bald eagle. So (laughs) this is why I need some bald eagle facts, because I just... If I want to infer some other statistics about what Big Red can do, I can just use eagle numbers because he's just a big bird. <laughs> so effectively, this this the Big Red Cardinal team is almost exactly as the same as the Eagle team, except they're red and they're Cardinals. I guess they're weirdly proportion, slightly weird, more weirdly proportioned because they're like close to twice as tall as an eagle, but still with the same wingspan. So I guess they're like longer and skinnier in that dimension i don't like I don't that like, much I, yeah <laughs> i don't like that either now that i've said it i didn't think about it till just now but i don't like it what, one fun thing it didn't it didn't impact anything we talked about the eagles but i did do a rules check on um hurdling so basically a hurdle in football is when a ball carrier jumps over the top of a defender uh that is content the ground with only their feet so i wanted to see if it was actually legal to just fly over people so interestingly the nfl doesn't have a penalty for this it's fine to just do um, there's no penalty for an offensive player hurdling a, def- a hurdling a defensive player, but basically in all the lower leagues, like high school, some colleges, stuff like that, it is banned because it's kind of dangerous. So it'll be tough to you know for the for them to get their high school football experience <laughs> in. 
but uh, in the NFL, it's all it's all fair game. Now, leading up to this episode, recording the episode, we left it to each other's discretion whether you want to use the real animal or the mascot. I feel like this is the case where you sh- I mean, obviously, the a normal cardinal would lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, the normal cardinals would do little nothing. They could pick up the football. It would just be over. But the mascot is big red. The mascot is not just a car- it's not just a random cardinal. Okay. Chris seems dubious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll allow it, I guess. Chris is just upset because he specifically said his Rams are good at football and none of my Cardinals are going to beat him. I was looking at pictures of Rams and their horns are usually like curly. So I do think they would be able to fit a football in there. Um, so that's probably how they would hold the football. Yeah, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to dispute that. I'm going to say the Cardinals could definitely sna- snatch that out of there. It's going to be easier to get it out of a ra- get it off a ram than it's going to be to to get it off of a buccaneer. Now, if we're going with the mascot version of the cardinal, can it fly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, like you have to obviously the dude in the mascot suit can't fly, <laughs> right? But you kind of got to assume that he's going to have bird report. It, it it would seem weirder to me to say the ma- he's a cardinal that can't fly. Okay. Ben seems dubious. I'm going to leave it up to Ben because <laughs> I'm obviously biased on this. I think the Cardinals should lose this. I'm going to say that they are going to have a harder time taking off quickly than a actually bird proportioned bird of a similar size. And that although they can, it is not as easy for them to do it as it is for the the more traditionally proportioned eagles to do it. Okay. So yes, they can do the flying bullshit, but not as frequently or easily as the Eagles do, which I think puts it in favor of the Rams, personally. Really? Not overwhelmingly. I mean, the Cardinals run into the same issue as the Eagles where they can't really defend. Like, they can't protect their their running back. But they can, but they can, like, the thing is the Rams are going to have to run it, and if it's just, like... It, you know, resting or nestled in their horn, it's going to be a lot easier for the Cardinals to snatch that out. How is the Cardinal flying if it's holding the football? In his feet. It has normal, it has talons? I mean, if you had a normal feet, you could still hold it between your feet. Is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Are talons allowed? <laughs> I'm trying, I'm Googling pictures of Cardinals. Can you hold a football with your feet? And now I'm Googling the picture of the Cardinal mascot. <laughs> No, it's going to give me all soccer stuff. I mean, Cardinal Mascot has normal feet, right? The Cardinal Mascot is wearing shoes. Oh, sorry. Just, not that this isn't actually, this is football related. Um, in soccer, walking on your hands, holding the ball aloft with your feet is allowed. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> and in some parts of the world, quite, it's becoming quite common, according to, well, Quora. Okay, I don't think that's true. <laughs> hmm. Those do appear to be shoes. If a receiver, a receiver can catch the ball with their feet and it counts, provide the ball doesn't hit the ground at any point, according to a Reddit comment. Yeah, as long as they have, it is deemed they have control of it, yes. People have made catches with not just their hands before. I'm going to, for a percentage, I'm going to defer to Ben. <laughs> Neutral party. I mean, I think I'm still going to say like 60, 40 Rams. I just feel like without the sort of insta score take off very quickly part which i think that's what i'm disputing is that they'll be able to take off as quickly as a normally proportioned bird i think it's gonna be easier for the rams to reach them as the ball is snapped than it was with the buccaneers versus the eagles i think that puts it in favor of the rams 
Mark, is he okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound okay with that. I I would I would I'd be like I'd be I'd be 70-30 in favor of the Cardinals, but Yeah, I would not be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like I'm winning any votes here, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna count on getting an upset and then I'm just gonna re-argue my case in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here goes the wheel. Cardinals better not win this. Come it's on, sweet justice, sweet justice, sweet justice, sweet justice, sweet no! justice, sweet justice. It's there. <laughs> Damn it. Cardinals win. Big red for the big win. Yep, we're going to have this conversation again in a minute. <laughs> we're going to have this conversation once again. In fact, let's do it right now. Right now. Okay. <laughs> a new team, the one seed, the Green Bay Packers, which I think was also Chris. Yes, I had the Green Bay Packers. So the Green Bay Packers actually don't have a mascot, apparently, which I thought was interesting. I thought all teams had mascots, but apparently not. But their name is based on the Acme Packing Company and just the workers there, I guess. And they're basically just employees that pack meat into like boxes and stuff. So basically, normal person. In Wisconsin, the cheese head is also a thing. So like... When you think of Green Bay Packers, people always wear the cheese hat things. So my football player for this is basically a person with a cheese hat, and he's holding a box of meat. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an he's not really like an athletic guy. He's just like a normal guy, not like athletic or unathletic, just normal. But I think the meat is important, especially when it comes to animals, because he can use the meat to distract the other team. <laughs> And the cheese. I don't know what Cardinals eat. <laughs> it's probably not probably cheese. Probably not meat and cheese. You really got kind of unlucky there. Are Cardinals herbivores? I would imagine they, so. Yeah, they eat nuts and shit, berries. They what mo- most most of what Cardinals eat is weed and sunflower seeds, grains and fruits. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. To Google, do birds eat cheese? <laughs> All right. So. It feels like we're talking, again, like Eagles versus Buccaneers, very similar to Eagles versus Buccaneers, except the birds are worse and the and the people are worse at football. Yes, birds do eat cheese. It doesn't hurt to give your pet bird a treat from time to time, and cheese is a great treat for birds. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So I can use the cheese. You can. Advantage you get, you get, two, you get two percentage points for having <laughs> cheese. If you go to a field that's full of birds and throw a block of cheddar in the middle of it, they're going to go wild for that shit. This feels like a pretty, a surprisingly helpful bit of random uh, team skill, I guess. I don't know. Is having cheese a skill? I don't know. <laughs> having cheese a skill? Oh, God, I hope so. I'm going to be so good at it. I, I, I personally am great at it. I, so what do we what do we do for what do we do for Buccaneers equals? I don't remember what we what our percentages were. Was I think that was fifty five forty five Eagles. So does this make it their cheese make it more even then? Yeah, I would even maybe go to like fifty five forty five Packers. Yeah, because I think the I think the I think the Cardinals are worse at we decide they're worse at flying, so that's a big part of it. So that's going to shift it like. It's going to shift to 10 points and then two more points for the cheese. For the cheese. <laughs> so 57-43. So 57-43. See if the Cardinals can pull off another upset. Okay. I'm going to be so mad if the Cardinals win the whole thing. <laughs> I honestly want to get to Cardinals Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning the wheel.
Good. Okay. No, okay. The Cardinals, Bengals. Cardinals are out. <laughs> it was it was the cheese that made the difference. <laughs> oh, bummer. All right. Well, what's next? <laughs> uh, next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Pirates versus Cowboys. Wasn't there a movie about this? I I mean probably. Yeah, there's I aliens. And there's aliens versus Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, I think in general, uh, pirates are just more violent, right? Pirates are are definitely more violent. Yeah. They're also more drunk. That is true. I think I think the skills cowboys have, like lassoing, they feel more coordinated than pirates. Wrangling, like the rodeo type skills, are more helpful than the how do the I looting steer a ship and loot type skills. Now I will say pirates exhibit excellent teamwork. They crew a ship yeah, together. Yeah, pirates work in a team. Cowboys don't. Actually, no cowboys work. Uh, like, yeah, they do. When you're herding cattle, you're doing that as a group. So that's that's true. You know, but pirates do have do have a bit more teamwork. Yeah, they seem more like a team, like a, a football team. Also, like you're gonna have some strong men on the on, you're definitely gonna have some good strong men on the on the on the pirates. The cowboys is not guaranteed. Like the cowboys are fit, but they're not like buff generally. So it's it's definitely good. But it's definitely like <laughs> I'm really imagine like good guys cowboys versus bad guys pirates. And I think that gives the bad guys an edge because there's the, usually the good guys have to be the underdog. That is that is a good point. Otherwise, it's not satisfying when they win. So, how much of an underdog are they? Honestly, I'm I'm thinking like sixty forty. I'm kind of more and more pirates as I think about it. I was thinking sixty forty too. Let's do sixty forty pirates. How convenient! Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Here we go. And the underdog wins. The good guys, good guys win. win. It's like the movie. Good, good guys win. Well, now we got two good guys because now we have now we're in the we're in the semis here. We got the uh, the Packers with their all their cheese versus the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna help against the Cowboys though. I think the Cowboys can resist cheese. Yeah. Now we got like regular people of the town with meat versus like generally pretty dexterous athletic cowboys i will say that the cowboys if they took their their cows elsewhere as they're driving their cattle could put the packers out of a job <laughs> just saying i don't know how much that weighs in but the the, cow, the cowboys they got well are cowboys honorable i mean it, they're the good guys so oftentimes but they really like probably aren't that morally like would they would the would the cowboys blackmail the packers <laughs> with their business i mean they could you can't rule it out I mean, I think the the Cowboys have a pretty big advantage here. I, I think they do too. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like seventy five twenty five, if not if not more, just because it's going to be like two teams of adults, but one of them will be athletic and one of them won't be. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with seventy five twenty five or further towards Cowboys. Yeah, eighty twenty. Eighty twenty. I'll do eighty twenty because the Cowboys can resist a little snack on the sidelines. They'll wait until after the game. <laughs> exactly. Okay, here we go. Spinning the wheel. Oh man, I kind of want the Packers. I kind of want the Packers to win. <laughs> All of a sudden, nope, nope. The Cowboys won. No, it's the Cowboys. Too bad. The Packers probably would have had more chance against the Tigers than the Cowboys did. <laughs> they, yeah, probably would actually. That's a really good point. That meat would have come in more clutch. All right, so here's the question: Can Cowboys beat Tigers? Super Bowl time. It's the Bengals and the Cowboys, just like the real Super Bowl. Not not actually possible. The Cowboys have already been eliminated. But you know what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's possible here. All right. How can the Cowboys win? 
Cowboys win with their wrangling skills. They got water pistols. Cats don't like don't <laughs> Cats like water. Don't like water. That Dude, is true. I think tigers are okay with water. Tigers, I think, are fine with water. Hey, get the spraying. My cat, my my cat will like sprint out of the room when I grab a spray bottle. Uh, while most cats despise water, tigers love taking baths to help keep themselves cool during the hottest parts of the day. Um, does a spray bottle <laughs> work on a tiger? <laughs> are you I actually was just googling, googling the that? same thing. Tigers live like in rainforests, right, or jungles where it rains. Yeah, I feel like this isn't gonna really work out the way you want it to, Marcus. I can shop for spray bottles at Tiger Island Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we got nothing for the cat boys. Yeah. Like, how big... All I can think of is, like, what is it? They do, like, like, like calf wrestling in rodeos, right? How big is a calf? Oh, it's tear wrestling, actually. Hold on. I mean, again, they do have the advantage because they can throw the ball. That gives them an advantage. Like, I'm just imagining, like, a rodeo arena where, like, there's just, like, a bunch of tigers running around and a bunch of cowboys just like leading off, leading them on distracting them and like creating lots of chaos the steers used today in steer wrestling are corriente cattle or longhorns which weigh between 450 and 650 pounds so that is in our tiger size you know area so a cowboy a cowboy could wrangle a tiger if it can catch it if it can catch it you see you gotta catch it by the toe make it holler <laughs> let it go here's here's the issue i see I think the Cowboys could definitely stop the Tigers from just getting a touchdown every time. Like, you, they could definitely set up some teamwork and use their experience to kind of, like, trap and tackle the Tiger. But is it going to happen before they get a first down? Maybe sometimes. I mean, it's easier to predict because, like, the Tiger has to go for the running play. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say, right, is that you can you can kind of load the box against the run it's not impossible. I think it's probably unlikely just because of the size difference, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, like you'd have to you'd have to like, you'd have to herd cats is what you'd have to do. Yeah. Which is Which I understand is famously hard. easy to do. <laughs> okay, let's let's come up with a percentage. I guess the question for the Cowboys, I feel like throwing the ball was not a good idea just because of the leaping of the Tigers, right? Like so you don't even really have that advantage either. I feel like you have a better chance if you do go for passing plays than running plays. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think you're better off passing. That's and probably true. You know what? What do they, what do they have? The the two legged animals have an advantage over four legged animals over short distances. <laughs> Fair. I, I see a world. I see a world where the cowboys can kind of pull it off. Like where it's just like they they just outsmart the cats. There is a thing where the tigers can't punt the ball as well. That is true. Well, there's a thing where they can just get a two point conversion as well <laughs> instead of punting yeah but punting is pretty important right it is it that's, is in, in not, games where there's that's more not, like that's not punting marcus that's that's kick it's different i okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh oh i see you're thinking of field goals yeah i'm thinking of field goals apologies um but it'll always be an, an onside kick right basically yeah that is true yeah i mean i think there's enough small it's like small helpful things the cowboys had they can get to at least like a 65 35 split i like 65 35 it leaves a little tension in our little yeah. spin here too yeah okay god it's gonna be really it's gonna be very upsetting to me if the mascot that wins is the one that has literally the least interesting things about it <laughs> i mean being a tiger is pretty interesting all right okay, give it a spin here, here we go. go who's gonna win the super Here's bowl the, final... the mascot super bowl final spin super bowl final spin
Round and round it goes where it lands, nobody knows! Pretty definitively yeah, the Bengals. It was, it was the Tigers. Bengal Tigers taking it away. Unexpected. It's still possible that they win the actual football, the uh, Super Bowl, right? It actually is. And that was my, or was that my original call when I was just pulling out of, you know. I pretty, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I said Bengals over Rams or I say Rams over Bengals. I don't remember. Who knows? I don't remember. You said one of them. Well, too bad the Rams got knocked out by those, those swanky, swanky Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that does it. That's the that's the Super Bowl results. Um, that'll let us switch over to uh, our Would You Rather question of the day. Ben, are you ready? Yes. Would you rather play a highly competitive game of Red Rover or musical chairs? Oh, God. Um, Is Red Rover the one where you run through the arms yeah through the linked arms yeah red rover red rover send somebody over so for for i guess for those who don't know red rover is a game where you'll be out in the playground you'll form two lines of people who will be like locking arms and your goal is to sprint through the wall of arms and if you break that line you go back and if you don't you get absorbed by the line i think that's how that works yeah you join the other line and then musical chairs is a game where there's a bunch of empty chairs, one less chair than people. When the music stops, everyone grabs a chair, and one person is left out. So, if it's highly competitive, are we what? Like, what are the stakes of this game? Is there like a punishment if you lose? No pun. No, no punishment or stakes, but you have to play, and like you're playing with like just the most competitive people. So here's the thing about musical chairs versus Red Rover. In musical chairs, you're guaranteed to have conflict every time because you're always going to be fighting someone for a chair. I guess technically not. You could wind up in a situation where, like, you're just running on a chair and the music stops or whatever. Technically, you only will be involved in Red Rover, like, some small portion of the games, right? Because it only really matters for you if they come at your arms or if they call on you to come over. Now, here's the problem, though. If they determine that you're the weak link, you're just going to keep getting targeted. And if they're all very competitive, they're probably going to do that. And that doesn't seem very good. Yeah, and then you're also going to have to, like, deal with these people, like, you know, Vikings screaming across the like across the field as they sprint at you, like, very aggressively. Yeah. Like, people are going to get injured. <laughs> there are going to be injuries. People are going to get injured in both of these? Yeah. I was going to say that for musical chairs, you were saying that every time there will be confrontation, but I feel like every round of musical chairs, it's only two people that really fight it out where like, I guess the other true. people is pretty easy to find a seat. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'll say this from what I've from from the very few times I've played musical chairs in my adulthood, I think the odds of getting injured are higher in musical chairs than they are in Red Rover. <laughs> but at least when you get eliminated, like you can get eliminated in musical chairs, at least. You're still in it in Red Rover. That is true. You do have to play the whole time. And you, the the worst case scenario of being picked out as the weak link is a driving factor. It's really bad. <laughs> well, do you think you're going to be the weak link? <laughs> yes. But I'm just like, have you have you ever seen like a musical chairs games where people start like kicking and moving the chairs too? Yeah. It becomes a shit show so fast. So I've never actually played Red Rover before. I have played musical chairs. I don't know if Red Rover would work in adulthood. I don't know what the grip strength versus running strength is for, like, an average adult. If it's going to even, like, if it's just going to be deterministic that you'll always or never get through. Yeah, I feel like adults are, like, too heavy, right? 
Like, Red River kind of works because kids are light. But at the same time, I kind of imagine it being close. Like, if, if, if you know, Chris was running at me and you, Ben, and we were holding hands all nice, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, we'd stay in a good but not guaranteed chance of stopping him. I don't know. It's a lot of momentum. Let's, let's pretend it works. Because if it's, if it's, if it's determined it's one or the other, the game never ends. So then, then you're stuck in that game forever and ever and ever, and that's way worse. Then you just die <laughs> playing Red Rover. All right, we, we, we've, been, we, we've been at this episode for a while, so let's, let's, let's make some gut, gut decisions here. Chris. All right, Mike. Oh, Ben. Oh, you, yeah, Chris go first. <laughs> Am I going first or is Ben going first? Ben, Ben, you're ready. Seem ready. All right. I hated Red Rover even as a kid, and I wasn't huge on musical chairs, but I still feel like if I was forced to do one competitively, I'd rather do musical chairs. Chris? Okay, so I've never played Red Rover, but I think the idea, but I, like when playing musical chairs, I don't like the tension that builds up, like waiting for the song to end. Like wait, if you're playing Red Rover, you know exactly when the action is going to happen and you can anticipate it. So I'm going to go with Red Rover. I have similar opinions about musical chairs. Musical chairs stresses me out so very, very much the few times I played it. And I not being a highly competitive person, find that situation a lot more stressful. Red Rover, yeah, it's it's going to be a bit scary, but, like, I think I can handle that better than uh, the musical chair, so I'm also going to go with, uh, I'd rather do Red Rover. All right, and um, that'll basically do it for this episode. Um, if you enjoy the show, leave us a review. That helps us uh, grow the show. It's a great way to help us out for free. And, you know, whenever I check out a podcast, I'm always checking out the reviews. So having some nice, good reviews for our show from our from our listeners is a great way for the show to grow and get bigger. And the bigger the show is, the more likely it is that we keep doing it forever. If you want to directly help the show not for free, you can go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash absurdhypotheticals. Become a patron and for a singular dollar per month or more if you'd like. But for that singular dollar, you get access to all our uh, additional Patreon-exclusive content. We come out with a special episode every month exclusively for our Patreons. And uh, you can go check that out there if you neglect to do either of those things. I'm not mad, just disappointed. But you are still welcome to join us uh, next week when we answer the following question. How would you improve tennis? (laughs) 